Good morning. On this snowy morning, thank you for being here. Buenos dias y bienvenidos. So this is a celebration convocation. Um, so feel free to act accordingly. So we are here this morning to celebrate Goshen College's new federal designation as a Hispanic-serving institution. <laughs> but even more, we are here to celebrate the Hispanic, Latino, Latina, Latinx students and families who have made our surrounding community economically and culturally vibrant. In this region, Latinos have faced many challenges and have also made many contributions. Latinos have provided the labor that has powered our region's manufacturing industries. They have built buildings and put roofs over our heads. They have started businesses that have created jobs. They have filled positions in the services industry that are essential for our economy to function. They are civic leaders, church leaders, educators, and good neighbors. And they have enriched local culture with their various cultures, music, language, food, dance, and art. You have not only transformed our community, but also Goshen College. And we are here to celebrate that. So the U.S. Department of Education awarded the designation of Hispanic Serving Institution, or HSI, to Goshen College last week. So by the numbers, this means that for consecutive years, GC has met the criteria of at least 25% of its full-time undergraduate students identifying as Hispanic or Latinx, and that overall, we enroll a high number of students who demonstrate financial need. This designation makes us eligible to compete for some federal funding that is set aside for a variety of types of minority-serving institutions. But these numbers are a manifestation of a much more important transformation. Because the most important word in this designation, for me, is the word serving. We are not only a Hispanic enrolling in college, <clears throat> but a Hispanic serving college. And along the way, our Hispanic students have taught us how to become more students serving for all of our students. Our diversity is essential to our academic excellence and our vibrant community. As we teach and learn, and seek truth together. Our diversity invites us to see in new ways to recognize problems, to imagine new solutions, to recognize our strengths, and to claim justice, which I use in the biblical sense of the word shalom. 
Only in working together through our diversity do we gain the knowledge and skills needed to succeed in life and to create a more just and civil and joyful society. So that's what this is about. But now a little bit of history of how we got here. Goshen College has been on an intentional journey toward this HSI designation for almost 20 years with many people contributing towards this goal. Some of those leaders are here with us as guests today. Some are watching on the live stream to celebrate this moment for which I am so grateful. Welcome back. <clears throat> Indeed, many visionary leaders at GC contributed to the diverse and multicultural campus that we now enjoy and celebrate. They recognized an important need with a growing Hispanic demographic change in our region. And they built on our commitments to justice as well as our long history of being a place that serves first-generation students and opens doors to higher education. So to those leaders and to my predecessors, all of our predecessors, I say thank you. <laughs> then in 2006, Goshen College received a generous grant from the Lilly Endowment for what was first known as the Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning, CITL, and later, as the Center for Intercultural and International Education, CIIE. Over time, important functions of those centers were integrated into the college's structures of academics, student life, enrollment, and most recently, the Center for Community Engagement. And um, I believe one or more folks from the Lilly Endowment is joining us over live stream, and I just want to acknowledge their um, investment and their trust in Goshen College to be a leader in this regard, and I thank them. So with this generous grant support, Goshen College ramped up recruitment and retention efforts for all students of color with a particular focus on Hispanic Latinx students that was informed by research. The college began to hire more Spanish-speaking faculty and staff and held Spanish language workshops for Hispanic families at local high schools, answering questions for first-generation students and families who were considering college. And the college set about finding ways to not only reach more Hispanic students, but to support them in new ways to complete their degrees. Today, we enjoy a much more diverse student body. Just 15 years ago, only 2% of the college's undergraduate students identified as Hispanic or Latinx, compared to 30% this semester. And the journey continues. Today, 55% of GC students identify as students of color, Hispanic, indigenous, or from other nations. We are committed to working with our student leaders, deepening our relationships with Latinx students and their families, 
as we work toward more fully realizing equity and inclusion for students of all backgrounds and identities. And we also realize that diversity exists not only between us, but within us. Latinx students have many intersecting identities, as do each of you, as do I. We will continue to integrate diversity, equity, and inclusion throughout our campus, our mission, and our operations. We want to be known as a place where people go out of their way to learn to know one another, advocate for each other's civil rights and dignity, and where all campus members feel that they can belong in our classrooms, departments, residence halls, religious life, event venues, athletic facilities, workspaces, and in our town and county. As we have stated in our vision that rooted in the way of Jesus, we seek inclusive community and transformative justice in all that we do, and we are all a part of that. One of the things I like to do is go hiking. And when the journey feels long and the way seems steep, it is helpful to celebrate mile markers. And that is what we are doing today along this long road to being an ever more just and inclusive community. Celebremos GC. And now, Gilberto Perez, Dean of Students, and one of the many people crucial to this journey, will introduce our panel. Thank you, President Sosus. It is good to be with you this morning, and I have the privilege to tell all these folks here to move up. So let's move up. So it feels like we're just all up against the wall. And we thought we would spend a little time this morning hearing from our colleagues and our student, Laisha, talk to us a little bit about their journey to Goshen College. So I will ask them a couple of questions, and then we'll hear from them. I think there are a couple of mics that are available on both sides, and uh, we'll get us started. Want to just specially welcome our guests uh, and also some board members that are here as well. Thank you for your presence and your support in this journey. We want to start uh, this morning's question with uh, sort of a reflective on uh, and tell us number one your name and the department where you work and uh, name and major and year that you are here. Um, and so about two or three minutes each, uh, we'll go from there. So the first question is, tell us a bit about how your personal story, so it's about who you are, is a part of Goshen's journey to serving Hispanic Latinx students here at Goshen College. And we'll start with Isaac. <clears throat> All right. Uh, like check. Okay. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, Isaac Hernandez. I work in the Academic Success Center. I'm an academic coach. I teach a couple of classes, um, work with commuter students, kind of all over. Uh, my story, and I struggled to uh, try to condense 
five-ish years into two to three minutes. So there's more details, just ask me later. Um, but yeah, I've got, a, I've got an interesting background. I, um, so I didn't finish high school. I actually got my GED. Uh, I come from a pretty rough area. I was up to a lot of no good back home. And so <clears throat> I actually came to Goshen because of my aunt uh, and my mom. They decided that I needed to get out of Idaho uh, and just experience something new, right? There was nothing good going on for me, at least back then. So my aunt had just been uh, hired as a director of the CITO. Um, and so I came along with her. And uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't easy. I was actually pretty resistant to it initially. Uh, in my first year, I actually didn't sort of make the cut academically, and then I uh, ended up going to Ivy Tech to take a class. I didn't pass that class. Uh, I took a semester off to figure out if college was for me. During that time, I was working in the factories. Um, I, ended up, I ended up in Heston, Kansas, of all places, if any of you guys know Heston, Kansas. Um, so I went there for a semester, and then I worked my way back. Uh, and even then, it wasn't easy, but I was more self-aware of who I was and what I was and wasn't doing, uh, the resources that were available to me the whole time that I just was choosing to not uh, acknowledge and not use, right? Um, so yeah, I was fortunate, um, still fortunate to have been part of those transformative years uh, for Latino students at Goshen College. I was part of the second cohort of CITL. Um, I got to meet so many great people. I met Suzanne, Gilberto, uh, Rocio, Anita. So all these folks that are here, I met them through that. I met my best friend, Rocio's daughter. I met my best friend through CITL. She was actually someone who like really challenged me to come out of my shell and be more open. Um, I'm grateful for for CITL for a lot of reasons, because they gave us a safe space, right? Especially when numbers, and there wasn't very many of us back then, they gave us a safe space to explore who we are, to be who we are, um, right? Think about our identity, think about how we fit in here at Goshen, think about the contributions that we can make um, and have made now at Goshen College. So yeah, I think, um, I think my story is sort of unique as it may be, maybe it's not. Um, I think it still resonates now and it mirrors what we're still seeing from the institution is this intentionality to make sure resources are available to students, that no student feels like they're sort of an outcast, that they feel a sense of belonging and they feel like there's a safe space for them to be themselves. So I think, I think for the main points, that's, I think that's what my story sort of resonates with the mission that's going on now. Good morning, my name is Suzanne East, I'm a professor of education, but my first appointment here at Goshen College was actually in the Academic Success Center and with the Center for Intercultural Teaching and Learning. In 2008, I was in my 10th year of teaching high school English down the road at Bethany Christian, and I was feeling a little restless, so I did what restless people do, and I checked job boards a lot, including checking Goshen College to see what they had. 
And I saw this posting in the spring of 2008 for an academic counselor who would also work with programming for the incoming groups of students who were coming in under this CITL grant. It intrigued me. My one reservation was that I am not Latina. Um, it, I was very aware that in education, it's really important for students to see themselves represented in the people who are teaching and leading them. So I wasn't quite sure. I was excited about the academic counselor part. I wasn't quite sure I was the right person to be working with the incoming groups of Latinx students. But I thought, okay, I'll apply, and if I have an interview, that'll be discernment. We'll figure out together if I'm the right person for this job. So that question actually did come up in the interview, and one of the things we talked about was that this work to make campus more inclusive, more reflective of our community, it's everybody's work, mine included. And the other thing that came up is, that I'm still you know, leaning on is, we do not work alone. We do not come into programming needing to be everything for everybody. And so in that first year, when I was working with student cohorts, I collaborated a lot with Rebecca Hernandez, who's sitting here in the front row, and Liliana sitting in the front row. But it was in my first year in 2008 that I met Isaac as part of the second cohort of CITL students my first year. So I had Isaac in a composition course, and he was part of our weekly programming and meeting with CITL students. And we also had some one-on-one -on -one meetings over in the office that is now Jesse Lowen's, I think. Um, and I kind of tracked Isaac's journey, thankfully, through social media. We could keep in touch with where he was and where he was going. Um, and I knew a couple years ago, he was thinking about maybe moving back to this area. So when the position of academic counselor, which I had held, opened up a year and a half ago, I sent Isaac a message and a link to the job description. I was like, hey, would you ever think about doing this job? And I think he had some reservations similar to what I had in that, am I the right person for this? Do I have the right skill set? But did the interview process, and I mean, no surprise, here he is doing great work. Um, <laughs> and so for me, um, sitting up here next to Isaac is part of that original vision coming to fruition. I mean, one of our goals in the CITL programming was that students would feel enough of a sense of a belonging here. They would feel like this is enough of a home that they could see themselves back here in faculty and staff positions. So it's so gratifying to be working with Isaac in a lot of contexts and watching him thrive. Good morning, buenos dias. Um, my name is Laisha Arellano. I am a criminal justice uh, junior major and a business minor. Um, I grew, was born in Elkhart, grew up in Goshen, graduated from Goshen High School. I'm from the area. Um, initially, Goshen College was not my first choice. Um, my mom actually encouraged me to come and meet with Adriana Ortiz back in admissions. Um, and even though my major wasn't, um, was barely being initiated, barely being started, um, I was really hesitant to come to Goshen College. You know, I just, I was from town. I just wasn't really sure what they were going to provide for me. But I decided to give it a chance. Um, it was, it's been a journey. It's been really rough. As a commuter, as a middle child, as you know, a, a daughter of immigrant parents, I, I hold a lot back at home. 
Um, but thankfully through mentors like Gilberto, for like Cristobal, like Adriana, like um, my professor Andrew, like they, they all have been such great mentors to me, providing leadership skills, providing um, academic abilities, um, just uh, really understanding what it's like to be a daughter of immigrant parents, uh, a Latina student, um, just so much that Goshen College has provided for me that I never thought I would get to this place. You know, I never imagined myself here. Um, they talk a lot about community, and when I started here, I was like, what even is community? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, Goshen College, what is that? Um, but they really do try to build a community within Latino students, Hispanic students, you know, that they understand your struggles and they, they do see you, but, and it's great that they're finally, like, giving us the recognition that we deserve, you know, that they should continue to do so. Um, and it's barely my third year, but it's been a long struggle, and I'm really happy that I'm, to be here. Is this, is it working? Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, buenos dias. Uh, my name is Cristobal Garza Gonzalez. I'm uh, the, one of the Spanish professors here at the college. And for the last semester, thank you, and thanks for the, to the invitation. To, thanks to the invitation of Gilberto, I'm uh, sponsoring, advising the LSU, the Latino Student Union. And my journey here was complicated. I got lost driving here for my first interview because there was road construction and my phone died, so it's a complicated journey. <laughs> um, and. What attracted me here, I didn't know much about Mennonites, except that in northern Mexico they make cheese. So when I, no, I mean, this is true. Uh, so I was like, what is that? And I started reading, you know, the mission, the vision, the, you know, what the college uh, stands for, what, what people here want to do. Like, oh, these are my people. Justice, peace, inclusion, diversity, uh, culture, theater, music. Uh, so I was very, very attracted from, from the beginning, and then thanks to the people that interview me, including uh, Rocio that's here, uh, I feel very welcome, I felt appreciated here. Um, so that's what attracted me. And I, I repeat this every time that I have the chance. Uh, I, I taught in many places in Bloomington, in Ohio, in Connecticut, uh, in Mexico, and the best classroom experiences that I've had have been here in this college. Uh, and I don't want to like make distinctions based on race or anything, cause, but I think that well, more the culture, the culture that, that the college has for everyone uh, encourages curiosity, creativity, uh, and, and the embrace, the creation of community, embrace each other and each other's talents. Uh, so I've, I've been very grateful. Um, I don't know if I can answer the question, but I'll pass it on to the next person. Thank you. Oh, sorry, one thing. Uh, that I, I didn't know until more recently because of the kind of interactions that I have as, as a professor, but somebody that I appreciate a lot for, for her work, and I work very you know, occasionally with her, is Adriana Ortiz, because she's bringing a lot of students, and I truly appreciate the work that she and her team have been doing lately. So I would like to, uh, to recognize her as well. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> gracias. All of the stories have, have this thread of searching, 
arriving un, unsure, but then this idea of possibly hope, right? So something's here, something's happening to them. I think the, the next question and the final question we have is, you know, uh, what is one hope that you have for the future as we or as Goshen College, um, we continue on our commitments on this journey of serving Latinx students, but also serving all of our students. Uh, because we're not here for one group of students. We celebrate the designation. We celebrate the number of students that are here from the Latinx community. But what is one hope that you would have for the future as Goshen College further moves into those commitments of this journey? Hello? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think one of my greatest hopes for Goshen is that it'll leave the door open for the many Latinos that have and continue to graduate. Uh, to allow them to strengthen the representation of Latinos in faculty and staff positions. Um, I think it's important for all students to go to a place and see reflections of themselves and their culture, uh, be valued and celebrated, which I think Goshen does really well. Um, and I think it really helps just to have a more diverse campus and community that we talk about here, which is very close-knit. Um, yeah, I know the incoming class for this year is 40% Latino students, which is great. And it's a, it's a huge uptick from that four or 5% from the year I was a freshman. So that's really a cause for celebration. Uh, but it's also, it's also a cause for reflection, right? So let's go back and let's think about how we got here. Uh, and let's think about how we can continue to keep this a place where Latinos um, can follow their dreams, and oftentimes it's their family's dreams as well, right, of achieving a strong education and a global perspective um, that really prepares them for the world, uh, a, a diversifying world and a diversifying workforce. So I just think more representation on campus and just continuing to diversify um, those faculty and staff positions. Yeah, my hope is similar to Isaac's, actually. When I look out at you all sitting out here, you are such a diverse group of students with your backgrounds, your funds of knowledge, your stories, politically, worldview. My hope is that there are 15 or 20 of you out there who represent our diverse student body who don't know this yet, but you are going to be Isaac sitting up here in a decade or two, or teaching across the hall in one of the classrooms, or over in the rec fitness center, coming back as a coach, or in the library. Um, my hope is that the representation we have among our student body would spill over into faculty and staff, and that a variety of you would feel enough of a sense of, a belong of belonging here that you could see yourselves building part of your career here and could see yourselves coming back. And if you're sitting out there thinking, ah, yeah, that's not me. Oh, Isaac probably would have said the same thing as a first year student, so you never know. But um, if we have that kind of return, then I think we're doing this community thing pretty well. Um, for starters, I hope to see that there are more uh, student faculty representation. Um, to see people that look like me actually in admissions, people that can resonate with me, people that I feel comfortable with going to, um, people that will continue to mentor me and mentor others. I hope that college continues to give opportunities, financial aid, 
um, recognition, uh, continue to give leadership skills to the student body population. We are here and we are here to stay. We are not just another statistic among other schools. Um, and I hope that other students also continue to grow and um, give their presence and their voices um, to be heard here at Goshen College. What she said. Uh, and, and also, uh, stronger, more dynamic bridges among uh, the, the groups or the smaller communities that, which students and faculty identify with. Sometimes I see, not intentional, not conscious, but certain separation for uh, one overlap that I see frequently is, and, and now this is thanks to the work that I've been doing with LSU, is communities uh, in uh, Latino, they, they overlap a lot but sometimes they don't feel as integrated with the rest of the school because just little things like going to the cafeteria, going to the gym, they eat at home, they you know, uh, do other things with their families. So sometimes we need to be intentional about uh, bridging those, you know, I don't know, differences, separations or, or spheres of, of interaction and so that we are with each other, so we support each other uh, regardless of our background or, or circumstances. Um, so yeah, I will hope that there are more resources available to do those kinds of collaborations and integrations. So, yeah. Thank you. Isaac, Suzanne, Laisha, and Cristobal, we appreciate your stories and uh, the hopes and the challenges that you have for Goshen College. Can we give them a round of applause? Thank you again. These celebrations uh, for us here at Goshen College are really an important part of who we are. And at this point, we have a couple more things yet to do this morning and also have a time in the fellowship hall. But I uh, want to invite our pastor, campus pastor, Stone, Kathy Stoner, to offer a prayer. And then after the prayer, I will invite uh, Latino Student Union to come up and offer us an announcement. And I also have one final announcement. Thank you, Alberto. Thank you all for sharing this morning. Please join me in a word of prayer. Dios de la justicia. Celebramos hoy día un paso hacia la justicia. Y reconocemos que el viaje es largo. Todavía tenemos mucho que hacer. Esperamos, creemos que estarás con nosotros en los pasos próximos en el viaje. Un viaje en que rechazamos todo sentido de privilegio blanco. En tu poder viajamos. Oremos en tu nombre poderoso. Amen. God of justice, today we celebrate a step towards justice, and we recognize that the journey is long. 
we still have a lot to do. We expect, we believe you'll be with us on the next steps of our journey. A journey in which we repent of any whiff of white privilege. We journey in your power. It is in your strong name that we pray. Amen. Thank you. Fernando Anglares from Latino Student Union have an announcement, and then I will give us one final announcement, and then we'll be dismissed. Hello, everyone. I want to thank Goshen College for giving us the space to express ourselves and be who we want to be. And the announcement is that this Friday, we're going to have an event for the LSU, and Gladys is going to give you giving the details for the event. Yeah, buenos dias a todos. Good morning. Like Fernando said, we will be having an event this Friday. Um, it mostly is catered for LSU members, but anyone is welcome to come if they feel so inclined. Um, basically, charlas y cafecito is just basically to give a space to these students that just like want to voice like their concerns or like any um, suggestions that they may have for what they want to see from LSU. Um, and obviously, yeah, just come along and just, you know, get some free food maybe for a little bit. Stop by and chat. Get out your comfort zone. You know, create that community like we've been talking about today. Um, so it all starts with you taking that first step, you know what I mean? So let's make a good, a good step, you know? Um, we are more than capable of, you know, making ourselves be seen in these spaces, and it's very important that we all get integrated so we are more seen and they know that we're here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rocio. Yes, sorry, I got ahead of myself. Got a little bit uh, inspired. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but yes, it's going to be at the Leadership Hub, um, 3.30 to 5.30, so try to come along. I know you all have some free time in between, so I expect to see some of you guys there. Um, but yeah, thank you. There's going to be donuts. Yeah. <laughs> thank you.